Welcome to Crushing with Abby O. I'm your host, Abby O'Sullivan, a longtime beauty pro turned wellness and lifestyle coach here to help you expand your self-care. You deserve to have the wildly successful career, amazing relationships, and life you desire without sacrificing your own health and well-being. Join me in the no burnout zone to create the lifestyle you desire filled with elevated energy, confidence, improved health, and self-care habits you'll actually stay consistent with. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get started. Welcome back to Crushing with Abio. I'm your host, Abio Sullivan, and I want to jump right in because what I have for you today is a powerful reminder. If you're in the midst of making moves in your business or your life and you're feeling like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Remember, without the challenges, there is no growth. And I want to share a time in my life where this was, that was 100% the case. Several years ago, well, more than several years ago now, I decided that I wanted to move. I wanted to move away from the city that I had been in for, I think, eight years. I had moved here when I was, were we engaged? I think we were engaged, started my business here, got married, got divorced, grew my business. And I was so busy. I was so booked out booked out for at least three months at a time, but only because I didn't let them book farther. Thank you, Lash Clients. You like kept me so, so busy back in the day and funded a lot of fun times in my life that I'm getting ready to talk about right now. But I was so busy and I and I just felt like I was on autopilot. I was complacent. I'd been here for a while. I didn't have, you know, like, I don't know, ties in the sense that it was like, I could I could get up and move. I don't have the partner. I don't have kids or anything like that. I can move if I want to. And I just needed to shake things up. And so I decided that I wanted to move. And then I decided that I wanted to move to Nashville. And I made it happen. I visited several times over the summer. I always had so much fun. I was lucky. I just had so much fun and really grew to like several different aspects of Nashville and I decided that was the place I was going to go. <laughs> and I made it happen. And I didn't know when. I just knew I was going to do it. And I just put it I just put it out there. When I think about, just side note here, when I think about that year of my life, I manifested so many things. And it wasn't, it wasn't by like trying harder. And it wasn't by force. It was like, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I just stayed open to the opportunities. And when I think about what I want to grow now and what I want to make happen now, I have to think back to that time in my life and like how key that is to stop fucking trying so fucking hard and to stop forcing shit, (laughs) trying to make it happen. Like just claim it, claim it, take inspired action, take action that is like, okay, this could be another way towards this thing, but also be open to the opportunities and the different doors that might be waiting to open for you. So just another example for in that in that same year, I had been doing lashes at that point for like seven, seven years or so. And probably more like five or six. I mean, because let's be real, I didn't build a business my first month out of the gate when I was a licensed esthetician. <laughs> I wasn't even solo at that point. <laughs> so uh, probably like solid four to five years of doing lashes. And I decided that I wanted to become an educator. Like I knew volume, which was sort of relatively new to us still in the States, like a little bit. Um, I wanted to become an educator. Now I had a, a group of lash friends that we knew each other online. We had a Facebook group and we kind of had grown with each other because there 
weren't, uh, there wasn't the plethora of education and Instagram and like all of that wasn't as big of a thing then. And it definitely wasn't a thing when we were first starting out. So we had each other and I had, there was one friend I believe that was going to be an educator or was thinking about it. And so we were kind of talking about it and I thought like that could be really cool to get into. Also lashes changed my freaking life. A, a one $1,000 certification changed my freaking life. I mean, when I got divorced, I was able to take care of myself doing lashes and aesthetics, but mostly lashes. That's incredibly fucking cool. So how could I, you know, do this for other people? Like, could I welcome other women into the realm of lashes and change their world too? You know, that was actually a really big motivator for me. And I'd had such good support with these other people that I just wanted to, I wanted to bring that to to other women as well. Or I suppose men, but it was mostly women at that point doing lashes. Um, So anyway, I also went to a beauty show. This is just like, again, this is another example of of the fact that I like had this thought and I decided I wanted to do it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I don't know how, but I'm going to do it and just let things happen and, and staying open. So I went to the Vegas beauty show where I had, where I saw that friend that I was just talking about, but I also had another lash friend there from the same group who was, who was beginning to work with, for, with a brand, a lash brand, a newer lash brand. And this was the this was the beauty show, the Vegas beauty show, where there were more lash brands than there had ever been. It was like, I would say the first big year for lash brands, lash vendors, whatever you want to call call it, at this particular show. There were a handful the years before when I had gone. Um, So it was the lash industry was blowing the fuck up is the point. (laughs) If you're not in in this world, you may be like, why are you going on about the lash industry? But it really like, it just took off. So I ended up, you know, going to see my friend at this booth. I ended up buying some product. I ended up meeting the, the owners, the founders. I went to their little after beauty show uh, party and hung out with them. I think we like told jokes over cupcakes and shit. And then a few months later, my friend had recommended me for their first ever like train the trainer thing they were hosting in Boston. And they offered me to they offered me a position essentially to become an educator. And I was like, uh, yeah, (laughs) like, yes. And I think I had uh, I had very little time to plan this trip, too. And I'd also had a vacation already planned literally like within the week or two before that. So there was a lot of fun travel hustling going on for for this. Not a terrible, not a terrible time in my life at all, except for the fact that my my cat died. <laughs> totally different story. She was sick. It was, I mean, it was very, very hard. I also told them in the initial conversation, like, I'm moving to Nashville. <laughs> I don't know when, but can I have both territories? Can I have both states? Can I do Missouri? And can I have Tennessee? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. So I was like, okay, great. So all of this is happening. We're moving into late summer now, coming into fall. And there was something happened at the spa that I was working at. And I just had like a moment where I was extra fed up. And I'd been following people from Nashville, I'd been following businesses, restaurants, whatever. And I was following this last studio, and they posted that they were hiring. And I'd seen that and I went back to it. And I sent them a fucking email right then and there. 
introducing myself. When I think back on that, I have to high five past Abby because that was really badass. It was a badass email and it was a really badass move because I didn't even live there. I didn't even have a date for when I was going to live there. Like how fucking ballsy is that? So cool. Anyway, so I actually already had a trip planned for the, what was it, the pilgrimage festival or something in Franklin, Tennessee, which was super fun. And I did my interview with them then. (laughs) I met them and I did like the little practical part of it, you know, where you apply some lashes on some people. And then they offered me a job. (laughs) So wild. Anyway, you know, before that, I didn't, I had no idea when I was going to move there, just that I was going to move. And they even knew that. Like, I was like, I don't have like an actual date. But if, you know, if you hire me, then I will... (laughs) I'll be on my way. And, uh, you know, so now it was official. And then I had another trip planned for a concert before I moved there. Yes, I, like I said, I went there a lot. I might, uh, let me just uh, tell you, I went to Nashville mostly for, I believe, concerts and festival times that year. I did Chris Stapleton in May, his, his first album opening show at the cannery ballroom it was so hot in there but I was like literally two people from the stage it was so so cool and then I went for that festival I went for another I went for Chris Stapleton to open for Jason Isbell in November I know I went in the summer again sometime (laughs) but I don't remember what for so it doesn't really matter (laughs) maybe I just went because me, maybe me, that's when me and my friend went. Yeah, I think a girlfriend of mine was seeing a guy from Nashville and uh, based on my birthday trip. Uh, <laughs> other, I'm totally going off on a tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's just fun times to remember. Anyway, we I think we went together because there was a guy that I hung out with like from my first solo Nashville trip on. There was a guy that I hung out with that we were friends and we hung out like every single time I we went to Nashville, we ended up meeting up with her and her her guy, I do believe. I went to like the Country Music Hall of Fame. Oh, it was such a good trip. Anyway, whatever. No one cares but me. And <laughs> so all of that to say that I had another trip planned before I was going to move. And that's when I found an apartment and I signed a lease. And and what I remember about that time in my life was that the everything just felt like the doors were just opening. The doors were just opening up for me. Everything was just so easy. Like I just felt like it was all super fucking meant to happen. And it was. And I still remember the drive there arriving in the dark, you know, just super excited. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm arriving. Like here I am at this, you know, this apartment it was like West West Nashville, but I was still in Nashville, whatever. And I just, you know, all the excitement that I had. And after the initial excitement, there was a period where I was really lonely. This is where the story takes a sad turn. Just insert the violin music here. And I just wanted to hide. But seriously, like I just wanted to hide. It was like the confidence that had gotten me there had just slipped away and taken its own vacation. I I moved to Nashville. My confidence was like, mm, I'm I'm gonna move to a place where you will not find me. <laughs> and it was winter. I moved the day after Thanksgiving, so the days were dark and short. My hours at the last studio started at 
7 a.m. And I was up way before then to make it to work on time. I brought a lot of experience and knowledge to my job that I was getting the impression that that was really cool at first, but then I also felt like it was unwelcome sometimes. And I was on someone else's territory, understandably. So like, you know, there's, I, I understand both sides here, but not even selling a lash cleanser really really bugged me. <laughs> like they didn't even sell a lash wash. And I was like, oh my God, these people need to wash their lashes. I don't have time to do all this cleaning and get their lashes on and do this whole like hour by hour by hour turnaround. It really bugged me. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was able to do my best work. And I, I have a lot of uh, integrity and I place a lot of value in that, you know? So it just wasn't really my style of working either. I was usually back to back to back to back to back until two. And then I was kind of like, all right, now what? <laughs> I go across the street and I'd get my favorite meal. <laughs> and then I'd, I'd just be like, okay, now what? You know, it's going to be dark and like at four. <laughs> I did join a gym and it had its own set of challenges. Like parking was like such a freaking challenge there. So I joined a gym and I went and did things here and there. Um, but it's like once the adrenaline wore off, and I, I realized like, here I am, here I am in this new place and no one knows me and how awesome I am at lashes. <laughs> no one fucking cares. <laughs> and I just, I didn't really feel all that valued. I felt pretty lonely and, and I actually got quite, quite a bit depressed. There were days when I would just wake up and I'd just go back to sleep and that would be it. And I remember commenting to my mom about it, just the fluctuations in my mood. And looking back, of course, I could say I would do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I could say, like, there's definitely things that you can always say that you would go back and do differently. And and I wish that I'd had, you know, the ability to regulate myself and to to find support and blah, 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 blah. But I'd never made a move like that before. I'd never moved away from from a place that I called home like that before. I'd never done that. And so I was just handling it the only way that I knew how to then, right? I did have a few new friends that were great. A couple of ladies I met right away, which was really neat that, you know, I could connect with some people right away. And then some of uh, my clients, there was a couple of clients that just wanted to hang out, which was really nice. And then I had another friend, another Abby who I was friends with and we'd hung out um, sometimes on my trips there as well. And so, you know, once in a while I got to hang out with her and I should have just like really, I should have leaned on these people more, you know, but I just like, I'm not, I'm like, I don't want to bug anyone. (laughs) You know, I made friends with the, with the server at Tequila's Mexican restaurant in West Nashville. You would always check on me, but that was like my, that was like my Friday. I go alone and like eat and catch up with my friends in Missouri type of place and I think he just kind of wanted to make sure I was doing okay which was really sweet um really great food great margaritas (laughs) little by little I explored my new town I explored Nashville and I interacted with people and it turns out they were friendly (laughs) and I was safe and welcomed And I went to the places that I wanted to go, even alone. Sometimes I had to drag my ass out. You know, sometimes I had to really like get the fuck out of the house, Abby. But this was one of the reasons that I moved was because I wanted more things to do, you know, even as a single person. So it's concerts, museums, art walks. 
Oh my gosh, the weekday concerts at the Ryman. I, like, can it get better than that? That's my favorite. The random bars with talented people and some of my new Nashville friends were the the Frist Art Museum that had a Leonardo da Vinci exhibit, which was so freaking cool. And the Art Walk in downtown Nashville that took me through all kinds of different buildings. And I even bought like one of my favorite pieces of, of art that I have from a place that I went on that night that I went to that art walk. Um, but the farmer's market, always a favorite of mine, um, exploring different neighborhoods, you know, for an afternoon. I found Percy Warner Park. And let me tell you, I really worked some shit out on that trail. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have so many vivid memories. <laughs> it's one of the few places that I've ever enjoyed running, maybe like the only place that I've ever really enjoyed running. There's something about being surrounded in the woods and and like, even if you pass by people, they really can't like see you. You just, you just run by them. You know, even if you're like crying or whatever, you're just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, that was one of the main reasons that I moved was like have all these extra things to do. And so sometimes I did have to kind of force myself out, but I just, I just pushed myself out there. And then finally, I looked for a new place to work. I left the job where I felt undervalued and unhappy with my work. And I held on to my experience and my knowledge and my skills. And I took the leap out on my own. Essentially, I remembered who the fuck I was. I remembered who the fuck I was. I'm Abby. I'm fucking Abby O'Lashes. <laughs> I'm that bitch. Like, I can do this with or without you. <laughs> Let's go. And I found the sweetest ladies in Brentwood to rent a room from. And that that part of my story does take a, a different turn because I went from that and then I opened up a lash studio with a guy and then not a guy, not a romantic thing. It was like a business thing. And then I got offered a job with the lash brand that I was educating for and I moved to Arizona and then I lost that job. And then I was like super fucking anxious and confused and hurt. And I moved home to Missouri to rebuild. So many lessons. And it really all comes back to this. It all comes back to this. Leaving Springfield in the first place, taking myself out of my comfort zone was was hard. But one of the best things that I ever did for myself. It taught me more about myself than any previous life experience had yet. The divorce, the bad drug dealing boyfriend, like all that dumb shit. <laughs> And of course, the learning continues, of course. Making moves in your life, whether it's in your career, your relationship, friendships, moving to a new city, opening a business, growing a new business, there are going to be challenges always, even if it sounds like the most exciting fucking thing that you could ever do. There's going to be those what the fuck moments, emphasis on the <laughs> the why is this happening and what do I do next moments and the like who am I where am I existential crisis <laughs> take a deep breath maybe take five maybe take five deep breaths maybe ten maybe like a whole day of deep breathing but step back and remember why you started why did you start out on this mission Remember what's driving you forward, whatever it is, what is driving you forward? What kind of life do you want to create? What is the impact that you want to make? And remember how fucking powerful that you are. 
you can create and carve whatever path you want starting right now. You can choose to let go of the fear and lean into the future you want to create. And with that, go crush your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to Crushing with Avio. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and leave a five-star review. As always, you can connect with me on Instagram at Coach Abio or drop me an email at hello at crushingpodcast.com.